America's game. Now, 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 shop how many is here? Everything done changed. The change. That warp tool made you open your brain. Open your brain. Eric Vanek is here, so remember the name. Remember the name. Hey, hey. He got the waiver wire for the week. Tell you who to start and who to give a seat. Dropping the podcast every week. You know the knowledge is elite. After the show, we gon' hold a Lombardi. Celebrating like we throwing a party. This the blueprint that I know they gon' copy. Stop how my intros always go to hottest. Cause this is America's game. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Waiver Wire podcast here on South Harmon Dynasty Football. I am your host, as always, Eric Vanek, and you can find me on Twitter at Eric Vanek NFL. Um, you can also follow my show's podcast at America's Game Pod as well on Twitter. Um, so yeah, just a quick little um, synopsis here. Uh, we're recording this on Monday before the Monday night game, so if there's any uh, major injuries on uh, Monday Night Football again, like we've had, you know, two out of the three weeks so far this year. Um, they won't obviously be in this podcast, um, so you'll have to kind of check that in the morning. Um, but yeah, just wanted to give that a little bit. Um, South Harmon Twitter is popping. Fizzle is doing a great job on that. It is at South Harmon FF on Twitter. Make sure you guys follow that account. Um, also, the South Harmon YouTube. Um, that is at South Harmon FF as well on YouTube. Make sure you guys go follow that. Subscribe, like. You'll get all the videos. Um, Whenever we post them, you'll get notifications. If you have those turned on, you'll get lives on there. We, we do a couple live shows on there as well. Um, so, yeah, just make sure you guys check that out um, for us. Um, subscribe over there. Sunday mornings is another big one. Uh, we do the Start Sit Show. That consists of myself, Adam, and Mike. Um, every Sunday morning, 12 p.m., uh, Eastern time, we are helping you guys out with any start sit questions you got. Uh, you know, super chats go to the front of the line. So if you have a, a dying, pressing question that you need to get answered, um, you know, super chats the way to do it. And then obviously we'll try and get to as many questions as we possibly can. Um, you know, most of the time it's we don't get to every single question, unfortunately. But uh, just want to let you guys know, hey, every Sunday come join us um, on the South Harmon Start Sit Show. That is live on YouTube every Sunday morning for you guys. All right, so um, recapping kind of week four a little bit, um, there were some injuries. Like we had Javante Williams get hurt. Um, you know, there's a couple other injuries. Like Mike Evans hurt his hamstring. Kenny Pickett got hurt. Um, it's, it doesn't sound like any of these injuries are too serious. I haven't seen anything on Javante Williams yet. I saw he hurt his hip, didn't come back into the game. Uh, so I don't know how severe that one is. Um, but like Mike Evans is on a bye this week. Justin Herbert, who broke a non-throwing hand finger, um, he's on a bye this week. So you don't have to worry about those guys. Um, Kenny Pickett sounds like he got a knee bruise and maybe dealing with something else. Um, I think... <clears throat> excuse me, Pittsburgh's on a bye in week six, so I'm going to guess most likely that uh, Trubisky is going to start this week and they're going to give Pickett two weeks to rest is how I think it's going to play out, but who knows. Um, they're in some dire straits there in Pittsburgh as well. You know, they, they're only, I think they're two and two, so they're going to have to uh, start getting some wins here and keep up with Baltimore. Obviously, the Bengals are struggling. The Browns were woof yesterday, so just wanted to... Uh, Go over those few injuries. <clears throat> now we're starting the bye weeks. 
and obviously with the bye weeks, we're going to be missing some teams. So this week, um, we're actually missing some pretty good offenses. Uh, so the Browns, you know, you're missing your Watson, your Cooper, Jerome Fords that you're counting on. Chargers, you're missing your Herbert, Keenan Allen, Josh Palmer, the guys that have been carrying your team, Austin Eckler. Uh, Seahawks, you're going to be missing Geno, Ken Walker. DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Bucks, you're missing Baker, Evans, Godwin, Rashad White. So some pretty um, significant uh, pieces will be missing for us this coming week. So hopefully uh, this little waiver wire show can help you uh, fill those little gaps that you might have this week. So as always, I'm going to start with the quarterbacks for redraft here. Um, if you happen to be missing Herbert or Geno, Deshaun Watson, whoever, um, you know, this is you know, some guys that you could maybe look at. So Sam Howell is my first one. He's going to be at home against Chicago's woeful defense that has been awful this year. I don't hate start. Have you have to start Sam Howell this week? I don't hate that at all. So that would be a good pickup. Um, CJ Stroud versus Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta hasn't been very great defensively either. And Stroud has been um, on fire lately. Um, offensively for fantasy so if you got to play cj stroud this week i don't think that's a bad one and then the other one i know this one is very scary very like don't want to do it this is like desperate times but zach wilson against the denver broncos and denver has been absolutely awful there's definitely going to be some bad blood in this game with um sean payton and hackett from the comments earlier this year so you know the jets are going to want to stick it to denver um i'm sure Brees hall is going to want some revenge because this is where he tore his acl last year um, so there's a lot of narratives going into this game. Zach Wilson actually probably played one of his best games of his career last night against the Chiefs. Uh, so maybe Wilson is slowly turning the corner. I don't know. Denver's defense has been very bad. So if you're in a desperate situation, I don't mind throwing out um, Zach Wilson there. So for Dynasty Leagues, uh, a couple of names I wanted to bring up. So obviously Mitchell Trubisky uh, this week. I'm expecting uh, Kenny Pickett to sit out. I don't know if that's a fact or anything. I'm just kind of guessing because they have the week six by, give him two weeks to rest up. But Trubisky, you know, he could be somebody you have to start this week in some leagues. I'm not blowing the fab budget on Mitchell Trubisky, guys. Like if if I have a you know $200 budget, and I spend ten to fifteen dollars on them. Okay, that, that I'll I'll do that. But anything higher than like fifteen dollars out of your two hundred dollars fab, uh, no thanks. If you're doing a hundred, I'd maybe go ten at the most. Um, and that's even kind of pushing it for me, honestly. Maybe it's probably more like seven or eight. If I get him, I get him. If not, big deal. I probably would rather play. You know, a running back or a receiver in my super flex spot over Trubisky, anyways. So that that's what it is. Uh, Tyler Heineke, just want to keep bringing him up. If he's out on your waiver wires in dynasty leagues, pick him up, stash him. Um, as we saw yesterday, Desmond Ritter is absolutely awful. He is one of the worst quarterbacks in the league that is starting currently. Uh, I'm not going to say he's the worst quarterback in the league because Trace McSorley's and all these other guys still have jobs, I'm sure, at some point, or on a practice squad somewhere. But um, Ritter is definitely probably in 30, 31, 32 of worst quarterbacks in the league. Uh, him and Zach Wilson and 
I'm sure I'm missing one, but those two are definitely at the very bottom of the league of quarterbacks. Uh, another one I wanted to bring out was Brett Rippon. He is the backup currently for the Rams, and that's just because Stafford did get hurt during the game. Sounded like everything was fine, expecting him to play, but you never know with these practice reports. Like this week, you know, we were expecting Deshaun Watson to play. Uh, you know, expecting all these guys to play, and then they ultimately sit out here on, you know, you get the word on Sunday morning. Um, I'm not saying that's going to happen to Stafford, but it's a, it is a possibility. So you want to, if you need to in a dynasty league, you know, maybe get that contingency plan right now uh, just in case. And if worse comes to worse, you could drop him. Um, and then the other one was Aiden O'Connell. So, you know, everyone knows I'm a big Aiden O'Connell fan. Yes, did he... Um, have some struggles, absolutely. No doubt in my mind. Um, he needs to learn how to get it rid of the ball faster. Um, he was holding the ball too long. Obviously, he needs to hold on to the actual ball, too. Um, you know, he needs to learn not how to take sacks, and he has to get better on third downs. I think they were one for 11 on third downs yesterday. Uh, that's not going to cut it in the NFL. So he has to improve in that, improve in his pocket awareness and all that. But overall, like, he was pretty poised out there. He made some nice throws. Um, he's definitely better than Desmond Ritter. I'll say that for sure. He's better than Desmond Ritter. He's better than Zach Wilson. So if Aiden O'Connell is out there on your waiver wires, even though Garoppolo will probably be back from concussion protocol, um, I'd still stash AOC. I think he's going to be um, a starter at some point in the league at yeah, I don't know if it's for the Raiders or for somebody else, but he will start again, no doubt. Um, okay, on to running backs now. So running backs for redraft, I want to just bring up a couple. Uh, Latavius Murray and Damian Harris. Uh, Latavius Murray, he continues to play most of the third downs, um, and he's getting some rushing work as well. Uh, Murray was pretty good yesterday. Uh, he had a nice little 30-yard uh, run that was nice. Damian Harris, he's been running the ball a lot more too, and they've been cutting into James Cook's passing uh, snaps. I think he only played twice on passing uh, third downs yesterday for James Cook, uh, and Harris and Murray, and uh, Murray's getting most of the third down work now. So, like, if James Cook isn't the goal line back and he's not the third down back, then he's just getting you a bunch of empty yards, like... Um, Clyde Edwards Hilaire was that guy, you know, a couple years ago. Like, they just get you those empty yards, you know, uh, between the 20s, and then when you get in the red zone, they're nothing, you know. So, I don't know. I think James Cook's a little overvalued. I would sell him personally. Um, but, yeah, just wanted to – if these guys are out there, I, I don't mind picking them up as, like, a bench stash. Uh, Chuba Hubbard, he had uh, 38 snaps yesterday, 17 routes run, two targets, uh, 13 carries, uh, 14 for 41. Actually, he had 14 carries. I'm sorry, 14 carries for 41 yards and two catches for 12 yards. So pretty nice day for Chuba. He was better than Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders was dealing with a groin injury all week, um, that groin that he hurt in the preseason. So I think they just kind of... Uh, he might have tweaked it in the last game, so I think they kind of, that's what was affecting Sanders' um, stats in this game. So Hubbard played a lot more, but hey, Hubbard could be a guy that could be worth a pickup here for you, and he's going to probably play a little bit. 
the other big one I mentioned earlier with the Javante uh, Williams hip injury, Jaleel McLaughlin came in. He played 16 snaps. He ran eight routes. He had three targets. He carried the ball seven times for 72 yards and three catches for 32 yards on a touchdown. So Jaleel McLaughlin had a really big game. And like I just said, seven for 72, three for 32 and a touchdown. And he did that on 16 snaps total. You know, this guy's pretty damn good. And hopefully you listen to me during the offseason and preseason podcasts that I did and stuff that, hey, this Jaleel McLaughlin, he's a pretty good player. So hopefully you listened. Uh, Hopefully you already had him stashed. But I think in redraft, uh, he's going to be a guy that's going to be a hot pickup this week and probably the hottest pickup. Um, so dynasty running back. So a couple of these guys now with week four here uh, or gone and passed going into week five now. Um, all those guys that were on the IR to start the year are now eligible to come off. So I did name a few of these guys on this podcast uh, this week for you guys um, to be on the lookout for on your way for because they are going to be um, possibly activated this week. You have to kind of each individual one um, is different. They just basically open up their practice availability. They can start practicing. They don't have to activate them on off off IR for 21 days. So those got these guys could open up their practice windows this week. So the first two um, are those guys, and that's going to be Jeff Wilson Jr. Uh, for Miami and Keaton Mitchell for Baltimore. So with Wilson, obviously a chain and Mostert are the main guys there. I think Wilson would be active over Ahmed, but I honestly don't know how much Wilson is going to get there. Like, I'm not expecting Wilson to get 10 carries a game or anything. Like, he might just kind of play this Salvin Ahmed role get, you know, five carries or something. But as long as Mostert and uh, a chain are running hot right now, those guys are going to still be playing, in my opinion. Uh, Keaton Mitchell. So he's coming off the Baltimore IR this week. Obviously, Baltimore has Justice Hill, Gus Edwards, Melvin Gordon. They picked up Drake. I would assume they'd probably cut Drake and put uh, Mitchell up there. The thing with Mitchell is he's 171 pounds, guys. Like... And Justice Hill can't even, like, I mean, Justice Hill's a bigger player, but he's not even getting, like, passing work. He's not, like, killing it out there either. So, like, I see all these people, oh, Keaton Mitchell, Keaton Mitchell. Like, I don't see him getting 10 carries a game. He's going to kind of be like a, can he be Jaleel McLaughlin, get 16 snaps and be that efficient? Possibly. Like, I'm not ruling that out, but... um, like, I'm not, like, prioritizing, like, oh, I got to spend all my money on Keaton Mitchell this week. Just remember, he's 170 pounds, guys. Like, these guys don't grind it up the middle between the tackles in the league. That just doesn't happen that often. Yes, they could they do it for a game? Yes. Could they do it for a season? Hell no. So just want to mention that Keaton Mitchell, um, eligible to come off IR this week. He is explosive. He gives a different dynamic than what these other crusty running backs that the Ravens have. So just want to bring him up. Uh, Ronnie Rivers. So he is going to play a little bit more here going forward with uh, the Rams realizing, hey, we can't give Kyron Williams 95% of the snaps every single week. We're going to run him into the ground and kill him. And Kyron has been one of the revelations of the season, one of the best running backs all year long. So they got to keep him fresh. And Ronnie Rivers came in and did a really good job this week. He played 23 snaps, which was 28%. Uh, He ran nine routes. He had two targets on those routes, nine 
carries uh, for 47 yards, and two, and he caught his two catches or two targets for 10 yards. So, hey, pretty good day there for Ronnie Rivers. And just want to mention him out there. If he's in your deeper dynasty leagues, that's a, definitely a guy that any RB on the 53, he's an injury away from being the starter for the Rams. So if Ronnie Rivers is out there, make sure you get him. <clears throat> Keyshawn Vaughn. So Keyshawn Vaughn took over for Sean Tucker in this game as the backup running back. Um, Sean Tucker was active, but he only played nine special team snaps. So Keyshawn Vaughn has kind of taken over for Sean Tucker now. Uh, Vaughn had 21 snaps, which was 30%. He ran seven routes, uh, one target. He had nine carries for 16 yards and one catch for three yards. Yes, nothing to write home about, but I just wanted to note, hey, Keyshawn Vaughn has taken over for Sean Tucker. Uh, they are on a buy, so you don't have to spend a ton of money to get Keyshawn Vaughn this week. If you want to, you know, this NER be on a 53 in your lineup leagues, uh, if you want to take a shot at him, uh, now would be a good time. You could probably get him cheap since he's on a buy. Uh, Amir Abdullah. So I, I keep bringing up the Zamir White stuff, like um, that Zamir White is just not getting used very much, and... Amir Abdullah played over him this game. Uh, Amir Abdullah had 15 snaps. He ran 14 routes on those snaps and two targets. So he is basically in there just for passing work. I mean, Amir Abdullah is nothing I'm going to be starting in my league lineup leagues anytime soon. Best ball, like super deep best ball. Okay, maybe he gets me a big play in a pass game. That's basically all this is. But I just wanted to note that he did have more snaps than Zamir White. I think Zamir White had six. Abdullah had 15. So just wanted to point that out. Uh, the other one that I found really interesting was Deuce Vaughn and Rico Dowdle. Now, I don't know if this is because Dallas was up so much. They wanted to get Deuce Vaughn some more work um, and cut out Dowdle a little bit. But it was interesting. So Deuce Vaughn, 22 snaps. Rico Dowdle only had six. Um, on those uh, 22 snaps, Vaughn ran six routes. He had uh, eight carries for nine yards. Nothing to write home about, obviously, with Deuce Vaughn. Uh, but just... Noteworthy that he played a lot more um, over Rico Dowdle in this game. So I don't know if that was because of the, um, you know, the score or whatnot, but just wanted to point it out. Wide receivers for redraft. So obviously, one of the big ones that came out um, earlier this week, or actually, I think it happened after the um, Thursday game, actually, was Jamison Williams. Uh, he got his suspension reduced down from six to four games. So now he is eligible to come back and start practicing this week uh, with the Lions. So if he's out there in your redraft leagues um, and you need some help at wide receiver, I don't think that's a bad shot to take. Like, yeah, he was awful in the preseason. You know, there wasn't very good reports on him. Uh, but, hey, he has first-round talent. The dude has blazing, blazing, blazing speed. Like... I don't want to say he's Tyreek Hill speed, but he's like he's he's close. Um, you know, he's one of the better, fastest guys in the league. So hopefully he gets his stuff together. Like there was definitely a lot of struggles with him learning the playbook, getting better. Hopefully this time, you know, got him more healthier from his uh, ACL injury from last. You know, after the college year uh, when he got hurt coming into the draft year. Hopefully, Jamison turns the corner and maybe he does something for us this year. Uh, but I think he's at best the fourth target in, in the pecking order there. Obviously, I think Amon-Ra, Laporta, and Josh Reynolds are all going to be ahead of him 
um, probably for the first month at least. So I'm not saying, hey, Jamison Williams is back. Let's start him the first week he's out there. No, don't do that. He's probably going to play minimal snaps. Yes, he'll get a deep target or two, but it's going to take him a little bit to ramp up. Um, another one for redraft I wanted to bring up was Devontae Parker. He continues to be the Patriots' number one wide receiver, even though he's not producing like it. But, hey, 45 snaps, 82% of them, 30 routes run, four targets, two for 33. Wasn't pretty, but I just want to keep bringing his name up, that he is the one getting the most routes, the most snaps, and all that. Um, Juju's fallen way off. I think Juju's a drop in redraft leagues. So if you have Juju in a redraft league, I think it's safe to drop him. He's like fallen behind Demario Douglas and Kendrick Bourne and Parker. Yeah, so no thanks on Juju anymore. Uh, wide receivers for redraft as well. Michael Wilson from Arizona, 50 snaps, 70% of the snaps, 35 routes run, seven targets, caught all seven for 76 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, this was one of my favorite uh, wide receivers in the draft. I thought he landed in a great spot, obviously, because there wasn't anybody else outside other than Hollywood. And, man, Mike Michael Wilson's doing good this year. I uh, had a couple people in Scott's Dynasty and Chill Chat laugh at me when I said I think Michael Wilson could get 750 receiving yards this year. And I think they laughed at me. That I'm like, maybe that's a little on the high side, but I don't think it's crazy. Like, if Wilson keeps playing like this, like, yeah, he's going to have a couple dud games where he gets 30 yards or whatnot, but if he keeps doing like this, man, I think he's going to be um, – a pretty good pretty good spot here to to do pretty good as a rookie receiver. Uh, another rookie receiver, Rasheed Rice. Man, he continues to be I think rated I was reading the PFF's highest rated Chiefs wide receiver almost weekly is Rasheed Rice. So, I like that. He played 32 snaps. He's getting the snaps. He's like fourth in snaps last week. Uh obviously MVS, Sky Moore and uh Justin Watson had more snaps, but I think Rasheed Rice is going to start slowly getting more and more and more in there. He ran 17 routes. He had four targets, three for 32, and he led all the receivers in catches and yards. Obviously, Kelsey and Pacheco had more yards and all that uh, than he did, but man, Rasheed Rice continues to be the best receiver there. Um, you know, Kadarius Toney... Man, he just continues not to play very much. It's kind of scary. I don't know what's going on there. So, um, Okay, so wide receivers now for Dynasty. Uh, Braxton Berrios, if he happens to be out there. Um, Azukama and River Craycraft went on IR this week. Yes, they have chosen Anderson and uh, Cedric Wilson. Not guys I'm interested in too much. Braxton Berrios would be... Um, you know, the guy. So 32 snaps this week, 49%, 20 routes run, six targets, caught all six for 43 yards and the one touchdown. So if Braxton Berrios happens to be out there on your waiver wires, pick him up. Uh, Equinemia St. Brown. He took over for Chase Claypool this week. Seems like Claypool is not going to play again this week. They're kind of sending him home. Like Chase Claypool is just a cancer. It is what it is. He's a, he's a cancer for your teams. So hopefully the Bears just cut him. Hopefully. We'll see what happens. Uh, but St. Brown took over there. I just want to mention it. 42 snaps, 58%, 21 routes run. He only had one target, caught it for 21 yards. But just, you know, in these really deep, deeper leagues, if St. Brown's out there, uh, hey, the third receiver on a team, those aren't out there on the way for wire most days. So that could be a guy you could pick up. 
Uh, Devin Tompkins. So obviously Mike Williams kind of left there in like the second half yesterday, so he didn't play as much. So Trey Palmer and Devin Tompkins played more. Um, and Devin Tompkins was the better of the two in this game. So Tompkins, 45 snaps, 63%, 24 routes run, four targets, caught all four for 45 yards, and a touchdown. So Tompkins is a little smaller guy than Trey Palmer is. Trey Palmer is a bigger player. Uh, but, yeah, I just want to mention that Tompkins and Palmer, if they're both on your waiver wires as well, I would pick them up and stash them. I know they don't play uh, this coming week, but those could be some good guys to stash. Uh, Diami Brown, I've, I've brought him up a couple of times this year. Uh, 25 snaps, 32% routes run, 18 routes run, uh, three targets, caught two for 51 this week. Um, Curtis Samuel was already a DNP this week. Um, for Monday because they play on Thursday. Jahan Dotson got hurt in the game. He did come back in. So they're a little bit banged up at receivers. So you never know what these receivers, they could miss this week. Diami Brown could be starting this week against the Bears. You know, it could be McLaurin and, and uh, Diami Brown as the top two receivers on this team. And I would, you know, in some really deeper leagues, I'd probably start Diami Brown. So that could be a guy you could pick up this week, kind of to monitor what's going on there. Uh, next up is Trenton Irwin. So with Trenton Irwin, this is more of a T. Higgins uh, broke his ribs this week injury. Um, and Trenton Irwin was the guy who kind of came in and, and was the third receiver after that. And obviously we saw what Irwin did uh, last season late in the year when they had some injuries at the wide receiver spot. Just wanted to bring Irwin up in case Higgins misses a week or two here. Uh, he played 22 snaps, 15 routes run, and he only had one target. But just wanted to bring Trent Irwin up. That's a guy that we've seen who knows the system. He played in it last year. He did really good in it last year when he was asked to play. So Trent Irwin could be a guy you could sneak off of waivers this week. Uh, and then one guy that's eligible to return off IR is Kyle Phillips of Tennessee. Don't love it, but hey, it's just a name that from the past that has done okay. He's been all really, really injured in his career, um, but he's had a couple flashes. So I just want to mention that Kyle Phillips is eligible to return off the IR this week. Okay, tight ends. So redraft tight ends this week. Uh, Janu Smith, obviously. I'm going to bring him up. 32 snaps, 23 routes run, 6 targets, caught all 6 for 95 yards. He has outproduced Kyle Pitts two weeks in a row now. Um, if you're desperate for tight end, like it's not a bad play. Jonu Smith has uh, really produced the last two weeks. I actually started Jonu Smith, I think, in two leagues this week for myself. Um, and obviously it paid off. So um, you could do worse than Jonu Smith right now. Uh, Durham Smythe. So obviously last week I talked a lot about Julian Hill. And then Durham, Durham Smythe did get injured a little bit during the game. So I think this led them to just play Julian Hill over Smythe. Uh, so I don't think it was Julian Hill taking him over now. Obviously Smythe has proven, hey, he's still the starter. Uh, 55 snaps, 85%, 29 routes run, 4 targets, 4 for 41. So Durham Smythe is still a valuable tight end. Uh, Darnell Washington I want to bring up. So Pat Fryermuth hurt his hamstring, was immediately ruled out um, for the game yesterday. Don't know anything more about his status. I haven't seen anything, but with a hamstring injury, he could miss a week or two. Uh, Fryermuth's already had a couple injuries already this year. He's already banged up. But, hey, Darnell Washington could be um, starting this week. Obviously, if it's Mitch Trubisky, it's not that great. But, hey, you know, in a deeper league, Darnell Washington could be an option this week. Just kind of monitor. 
monitor Fryermuth's health. Um, Logan Thomas, if he got dropped, he's back. 62 snaps, 40 routes run, three targets for 41 yards that he caught. Um, just want to mention that Logan Thomas, hey, he's back, man. Um, he's got like a full-time player out there um, and a pretty good offense. Well, not, not a pretty good offense, but an offense that uses the tight end quite a bit. So Logan Thomas would be an option for you. Uh, Gerald Everett. So you're going to have to monitor Dar- uh, Donald Parham's wrist injury that he got. He missed the rest of the game after he got it. It was like um, in the second quarter somewhere. Um, just kind of monitor if like Parham's out for an extended period of time. Everett could definitely be the guy that steps up and has a lot more routes run and takes a lot more of the snaps there than that Parham was kind of eating into uh, Everett. So Everett could be a guy that could be playing back into your lineup. And then tight ends for Dynasty. Um, so the one that I've, I've, I've brought up um, quite a bit is Andrew Ogletree or Drew Ogletree. Uh, this week he had 28 snaps, 44%. He ran eight routes, four targets, caught three of them for 48 yards and a big touchdown. Um, Drew Ogletree, like I said at the beginning of the year, he was playing uh, in that week one game a lot more than Kylan Granson. Then he got hurt, and then Granson kind of took over. Uh, Drew Ogletree and Granson, I think, are the receiving options. I saw Mo Ali Cox got a touchdown, big deal. You know, it's a fluke touchdown. It's like a Farrell Brown touchdown for you. I'm not really too concerned about that, but I think there is definitely a shot that, you know, Drew Ogletree is over Kylan Granson. So. You know, if you had Drew Ogletree and you stashed him in your deep best ball leagues, I know uh, Mike did. Congratulations! You know he might have been in your lineup this week for Drew Ogletree. Uh, another one I wanted to mention though, Jelani Woods is eligible to come off the IR this week, so he's probably going to cut into this too. So um, I'll get you the info when Jelani Woods starts playing in games, and then we'll crack down on this um, Colts tight end room and see who's really going to be playing. Um, so Jimmy Graham, I just wanted to mention him. Foster Moreau was inactive in this game. Jawan Johnson got ruled out like after the first couple of plays. He didn't even play a snap. So I don't know if he got hurt um, in pregame warm-ups or something. I don't know what happened there with Jawan Johnson. So he didn't play. So Jimmy Graham was kind of forced in there. 42 snaps, 25 routes run. He didn't have a target at all. Derek Carr was awful yesterday. He shouldn't have even played, to be honest. Uh, but just want to mention, hey, if Juwan Johnson's out a while, Moreau keeps missing, Jimmy Graham is the guy. Uh, Josh Wiley for the Titans. So this was a guy I really liked coming out of the draft. Um, obviously, he's the third tight end on the Titans right now. Should be the second. Uh, they play Trevon Wesco, but Wesco's more of a blocker. He's not doing anything in the pass game stuff. Uh, but Josh Wiley, 20 snaps, 29%. He ran seven routes, two targets, two catches for for uh, 26 yards and a touchdown last week. So, you know, I'm not, like, running the stash Josh Wiley everywhere. Like, I don't see, like, him taking over for Chickaconquo anytime soon. But in super deep leagues, like, Josh Wiley, I think, is going to start uh, maybe just slowly getting in there some more. You know, hopefully he plays over Trevon Wesco soon. Uh, Tanner Hudson. So this is for Irv Smith has missed two weeks in a row. And Tanner Hudson has been the starter, basically. So 23 snaps, 19 rounds run, two targets for 18 yards. So if you need a a tight end and you're desperate, Tanner Hudson would be the guy if Irv Smith continues to miss. 
Um, another interesting one was Jeremy Rucker. 26 snaps, 15 routes run, two targets for 26 yards. He overtook Uzama this week, not by much, but he played uh, like 26 snaps to 22 for Uzama. Uzama did have the touchdown. Uh, catch as well. Obviously, Conklin was over both of these guys, but it was interesting that Ruckert is playing over Uzama now. So, in a deeper dynasty league, Ruckert might not be a terrible guy to just kind of stash and see what happens there if he's playing over Uzama and maybe has the tight end two role now. Um, and then, lastly, for the Eric's What the Fuck Are We Doing Here Man segment, didn't have much this week. The only one I keep banging the drum on this one why is jeff swain playing over trey mcbride swain had more snaps than mcbride this week like what are we doing get swain out the hell out of here play mcbride what are we doing um but yeah that's really it for this week guys there wasn't surprisingly too many like stupid things like a lot of these offenses are kind of you're getting the concentration, they're figuring out who's who. We as a fantasy community are figuring out, okay, who has the roles that matter, who's getting the ball, who's not, who matters, who doesn't. So we're starting to get that, which is um, good for uh, us in fantasy. But, yeah, it's um, interesting times. Bye weeks are here now, finally. Uh, guys are coming off the IR that started the year on IR. So just wanted to... Um, let you guys know on some of those to kind of check your waiver wires uh, pretty deep this week because you don't know. You might see, oh, man, Jeff Wilson was somebody dropped him. He could be a guy that you could pick up. And if there's an injury to Mostert, like Jeff Wilson could be the guy who comes in and, and wins you a fantasy championship this year. Definitely possible. Not out of the realm of uh, possibilities here. So uh, with that, I'm going to sign off, guys. Uh, at Eric Vanek NFL, you can follow me on Twitter, at America's Game Pod on Twitter as well. Follow the at South Harmon FF on Twitter. Uh, you'll get all of our updates, all our shows every single day. Uh, Fizzle is killing it on that account. So until next week, guys, good luck. Hopefully the bye weeks don't mess with you too much.